This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello, everyone. It's your favorite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the Talksport Fan Network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Good morning, Clarets. How are we doing? Uh, joined by Sam, Clarets Roundup. How are you doing, my good friend? Morning. You all right, yeah? I'm not bad, mate. I'm not bad at all. Yourself? Yeah, good. Good. Bit of a frantic start this morning. I like it. Yeah, I love Chaotic it. Chaotic energy. It. I like it. Sad <laughs> it. It's, uh, yeah, it's fun. Let's, uh, yeah, Newcastle away. Um, not a game that expected to win. To be honest with you, not a game that I had us down to win. So wasn't a surprise when we didn't win. So um 2-0. I was at the game. I thought 2-0 was probably about right for the performance. Um we we pretty much I, I feel like we gave them the two opportunities to score. We just gifted mm-hmm. it to them. The the first goal just you know, sort of a sloppy mistake and the second penalty was an, again a mistake which led to the the challenge for the penalty but give us your initial i don't know like initial thoughts of the the 2-0 then give give us what you're thinking um i, I mean I, I do i do agree with people's like notion of of you know come up against newcastle and do expect to lose yeah. like i do um they are a good side i said it before the game like they are one of the better sides in the division yeah. now and it is really weird to have that because this like top six type thing that we used to have where we used to go into games and say we're not going to win now yeah you almost can do that with the top 10 really like you know brentford's a class brighton's a class like there's so many good teams west ham look brilliant this year as well yeah. like so you know there is teams out there that you know really really can punish you, and they are definitely one of those teams. My my issue at the moment with some of our games is just performance. Yeah. Like, we just don't start. We start so well. We start brightly in every game, yeah. and then we give our opponents a gift, and then from there we basically say like, well, we we're just going to keep doing this because we don't learn. We don't seem to learn through the game. Like we keep playing out from the back, mm. which is fine. That's how we want to play, and I, I'll back that to the end of the, uh, you know to the end. But you know, at some point you do have to turn around and say like, it isn't working now. Like, and we're getting caught out. And the more times we get caught out, the, you could see it in their eyes. Like at the start, yeah. we played really, really well, and I thought we looked great. And then all of a sudden, they start growing into the game more and more and more to the point where they have complete control over yeah. the game. Like they, in that, at the end of that first half, we were 
horrendous. Mm. We were just running around chasing yeah. shadows the whole the whole end of the first half, and that and after that, we're just giving ourselves a mountain to climb against a good team, and it, and there's no coming back from that. So, yeah. just more disappointed with performance rather than result because we expected it. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd like to start this whole like chat like by caveating that obviously Newcastle are a very very good team. They are. I, I was watching them and they pressed it. They pressed us so well. Like when we had the ball mm. at the back, they just marked every inch of sort of space, half space. And they did it so well, and, and we could handle it. But like you said, no. the start of the game, we were so bright. Like a lot, of, you could you could feel it in the ground actually. That the Newcastle fans just sort of went a bit flat for twenty minutes, and were a bit like, "Oh, shh, we might be in a game here," you know. Like yeah. we were on it, we were pressing them really mm. well. We were playing the ball relatively well. There were still some elements of sort of like misplaced passes, but the recovery was really good. And like the, mm. um. Like the, the performance ramp, it, it sort of went up really rapidly, and then it just mm-hmm. gradually comes back down to, to sort yeah. of like you know a bit of a wet fart to be honest. And yeah. and like, like you said, it, it is quite frustrating to watch because we're we're starting these games so like like they're so fast and so powerful mm-hmm. and so dynamic, but we're not doing anything with it, you know. And it's no. like, this game. It, it genuinely missed Lyle Foster. Now, I don't know whether... It, oh, yeah. I found space, there was there was so much space down the middle in between their two centre-halves. Now, if Lyle Foster was there, would there be that space? Probably not. But mm-hmm. um, Osho was getting in behind. Amdouni was getting in behind. You know, these players, were they were putting the ball across the box. They were looking for him, and he just weren't there. So I do think we are, we are desperately missing Lyle Foster, and I think that that mm-hmm. game would have warranted his presence. But... No point talking about that too much because it's all what if and what about and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But um, where should we start? Where should... Let's let's talk about the pos- let's talk about the sloppy possession because I know mm-hmm. I noticed it and it was very obvious. We'd have five or six passes and then we'd just give the ball away. Like it, everybody was doing it. It wasn't just one player or two players. Every no. single player at that key moment was just pissing the ball away and giving it back to them. You know. I- I want to know how sustainable this style of play is for the mm. entirety of the season. Now, when I say that, I don't mean it from the perspective of it doesn't work. Yeah. We've proved that it works in the division below. These teams are a lot better now. So there is an element of, you know, and, and I hate and I hate to do it because because we're we're not we're not about that as fans, but going back to what we've seen in the Premier League before, yeah. what we saw from Luton yesterday and Everton against Brentford, sometimes you just need to have a game where mm. you stifle your opposition to minimal chances, yeah. shots from outside the box, and you take your chances when you get them. Yeah. We've seen us do that before, you know, when when we beat Liverpool back in the day, 2-0, yeah. and we had 19% possession. Like, sometimes that way of football does, does win your football games. Our style of football will win us football yeah. games, but right now it doesn't look sustainable across the season yeah. because my argument has been, and we've had it in our group chat, haven't we, like, my argument has been, yes, we can get wins against Everton. Yes, we can get wins against Luton. And we can get wins against teams like Palace and Wolves. Wolves beat City the other day yeah. uh, at home and apparently stifled them and played really, really, mm. really well. Yeah, That's the best team in England. The same excuse that we gave for ourselves was, we're playing Man City. Mm. Well, Wolves have done it. It proves that in games you can have good yeah. performances. And at the moment, we've had six games now and... 
all I'm hearing from people, and again, this is no slander on anyone because you can think what you like, but all I'm hearing is performances are getting better. Performances and still losing 5-2 to Spurs. Mm. Good performances, losing 3-1 to Villa. Uh, a good performance in the first half against Man United, still coming away with nothing. Mm. Like, At what point is there, is there an element of, okay, yes, we might be getting better, mm. but we're not getting anywhere. Yeah. We're not getting any points. There's nothing picked up on the board and stuff like that. And, and my biggest thing with this game was... We've played. We, so we, we played Man United last week, and Man United are in the, some of the, one of the worst forms of the, of their entire um, history. Yeah. And the only win that they've got in like the last five is against Burnley in the Premier League, and it's just sod's law that that happens. Yeah. Then we play Newcastle. The missing key players, the missing Botman, you know, the, the missing players in midfield. Joe Linton came on for a minute and mm. got injured. Like they are missing key players, and we still didn't seem like we got yeah. out of second gear after that first 15 minutes. And that, for me, is a worry with this style of play. Mm. Because if we can start quickly, that's not sustainable for 90 minutes. No. Like, we can't press fast and 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 win the ball back so high and, and, and keep this attacking mentality for 90 minutes and yeah. then across an entire season. I just don't know how sustainable it is at the moment. No, no, I, I take, I take that, that point on board. And I, I'm very much in the corner of... The performances are getting better, like they actually are. Like, I, I, I discount City, I discount Villa, and I discount Tottenham because we were shit. Like, genuinely, like we were all over the shop. City could have done us; mm-hmm. they should have done us seven or eight. You know what I mean? They should have really turned the screw on us and, and mm-hmm. killed us. But I just feel like they don't need; they're not bothered about doing that. City, they just like to manage games well. But I do think the the Forest game was was should have been three points. That, mm. That's where our first win comes. It, it should have been three points, no question about it, because it, it, the, the goal got ruled out for the worst decision <laughs> we've seen this season, at our yeah. point of view. So that this whole season then changes based on that three points. You know what I mean? It automatically oh, yeah. does. So yeah, 100%. that performance against Forest was our that was our litmus test, and we we matched it. We bettered them. Mm. You know what I mean? Forest are a frigate, are a good team, and mm. we bettered them for most of that game, really. Again, little bits of sloppy possession, like little bit of stuff we're saying. Um, and then this game again, I just I wasn't that I wasn't that bothered about. Obviously, I don't I don't like losing, but it's Newcastle. Like they've mm-hmm. just done the same thing to City that they've just done to us with a weakened mm-hmm. team. We'd actually probably got a weaker team than what they put out against yeah. us. I think we're getting better because we're staying in games for longer. Like we we. Against the better teams, we're, like I said, we're staying in games for long. We're keeping it at one. They were keeping it tighter. We're actually not conceding easy chances anymore. It's just the chances mm-hmm. that we have conceded in the last game or two, they've just been worldies that have gone in the top corner. You know what I mean? Like the Forest game, yeah. we, we we conceded the ball that it, it came, you know, it dropped down. The appeal for the ball, whatever, they got lost out of shape a bit, and he just whips it in top corner. Same mm-hmm. thing happened yesterday. Charlie Taylor farts about, oh, we might not be Charlie Taylor, one of the defenders at the back farts around with it, tries to play a little frilly pass instead of just just emptying the tank, just get it into that channel, mm. like, let's reset. Misplaces it, goes to Almiron, shimmies, bangs it in top corner. Like, they're the differences in the game. Mm. For me, our performances aren't necessarily warranted. I mean, they are warranting defeats because we're getting beat. Like that, We're not scoring goals. That's the problem. I don't think the overall performance is bad. It's the, we're not putting the ball in the back of the net when mm. we're getting in good positions. I, I I do agree with that. Like we we're not creating the chances in games, in my opinion, yeah. like we saw last season. Like I, I, I'm I'm 
I, I feel like I'm missing something like from what other people are seeing mm. and and I, and I, and I know I, I know people have this opinion of like you know performances are getting better but the only game where I've really seen us bit on it mm. from an attacking standpoint is Forest yeah. and you can talk about you know all the teams that we've played and stuff like that Aston Villa are a brilliant team 100% I agree with yeah. that but we should we should still have feel like we've got something yeah. in the game and by half time again it was over yeah. like and that's frustrating like and f- from a fan perspective of burnley i'm not bothered about f- i'm not I, I, I love football mm. and i love all this but i love burnley more than anything yeah. and when i'm sitting in games and i'm watching us almost just kind of plod through a game it's not it isn't fun to watch yeah. and it's disappointing when you go in with such op- such optimism like yesterday mm. genuinely as soon as I saw Botman wasn't playing I'm like oh that, that's a plus oh there's no Joe Linton midfield looks a little bit you know there's no Tenali yeah. like, the, these are big players for them and you're like yes they've still got a good squad they've still got Isak still got Almiron but there should we should still have s- some element of like m- more th- we should be able to come away from a game yeah not just talking about the first 10 minutes like and, yeah. and that's what's frustrating at the moment i do appreciate like all these tough teams but like like i'm saying against like the united game for example that united game we should have we ran them ragged for the first half we were fantastic we conceded a sloppy goal yeah. out of nowhere and then just never reset never got back never never came into the game and never thought in that second half we were going to win the game because we passed around too much and i, and I find like you've said already like this passing style of play, it's it's fine. Like I, I back it, and if we go down playing it, at least we can go down saying we tried and stuck to our philosophy. I agree mm-hmm. with that. But this style of play just opens up mm-hmm. so many possibilities for the other team. Mm-hmm. Because if we mess up a pass in the Premier League, they are so quick to be on you. Yeah. And that United game was the biggest proof of that, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yesterday is different. They're in the form of their life. They're in the Champions League. They're playing fantastic football. Yeah. They should be doing as at home. I agree with that. Yeah. We played we, when we played United. We were losing the ball, and this is a team that can't put the ball in the back of the net. Just lost at home to Palace. Have mm. lost like four bounce in the Premier League, and they were literally turning us over in three passes. Like, yeah. And that was the same with them with Newcastle yesterday. Yeah. It, it takes them milliseconds to get from the centre of the pitch to our yeah. ed, end of edge of our box. My, my problem was yesterday was I just think Newcastle just better. That's that's the yeah, they, reality. They were just so we tried for the first ten minutes. We played the sexy football. Well, no, the first fifteen twenty, we played the sexy football. We played the passing. Mm. It were quick. We were breaking through the lines very very effectively. And then that stopped working because Eddie L tweaked it a little bit. He brought Trippier in. He pushed Trippier and um, was it Burn playing on the side just a bit more forward. And it just yeah. it, it, they basically just followed Ramsey and Kolyosha and it just backed us into mm-hmm. our own third. So then what we had to do mm-hmm. was go long. And we kept going long and it wasn't sticking. One or two times Dan Burn misjudged it, Kolyosha got in behind. But other than that, it wasn't sticking. The only time we were getting a bit of joy was when we did go long. I say joy, but it went long. Kolyosha yeah. couldn't get it. Dan Burn edited it down, and Sander Bird mopped up. He mopped up brilliantly for the yesterday. Like I, I'll, it, I'll give him praise. The, the second balls yeah. he was on absolutely Brilliant. everything, and he was superb mm-hmm. for it. But a lot of the time, he'd just get the ball and he'd give it to Cullen or Brownhill, and they'd just give it to someone else, and they'd just give it back to Newcastle. And that was the mm-hmm. breakdown in the problem. Like 
the the style of play is working. I think it is working. Yeah, it's, it's just in some individual instances are just costing them breakdowns going forward. And mm-hmm. like you said, the United game, that we had two solid chances that game. We hit the post and forced a very good save at one on it. We could have been 2 0 up at half time in that game. Yeah, that changed exactly. the whole complex of the game. We probably oh, see that old. we see that game at a two one and that it, it backs it sort of argues against and backs up your point of these Premier League teams are clinical. You have to take your chances, and we are our whole forward line have not. I've hardly played a minute. Well, they've not. They've, they've barely played a minute in England, let alone the Premier League. No. So, it, for me, for me, yesterday I found more. And I don't like saying it because we lost, but I feel like I came away with more encouragement than disappointment, really. And that's that's probably. Mm. I don't know. I've gone soft becoming a new dad and whatever in the past few years, but like <laughs> I'm probably more like I'm more enthusiastic about what he's trying to do because company says it mm. after the game and the lads say it after the game and Brownell said it after the game. He said there's a two three nil pumping coming. Like there's a three four nil. We're going to pump a team in soon. It's going to happen, you know. And he says it word for word. Like we're play, we're staying in games. We're playing good football. We're doing what we need to do. There's a we're going to pump someone soon, and he's saying it. He's backing himself to say it. So. Mm. It's it's good to see that the players back the yeah. back the idea of a manager. Like I do, I do agree with that. And, and like I say, like when I'm saying these things, I'm not saying it because like I don't want us to do well. And I'm just yeah. loving picking out all the negatives. Click like bit, I do bit. see the positives <laughs> as well. Yeah, I do. I do see all the positives. Yeah, like yeah. the style of playing, good work. Coleo show has been fantastic. Yeah. You know, like Sander Burge is re picking up form. And if if we are playing this style of play against other teams that don't play that type of way. It, yeah. it could work. We could go to Luton in a couple of weeks and we could absolutely you know, we could pump them, like you say. <laughs> yeah. But then if 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 they sit back and they've watched how all these other teams have managed to deal with us, which is mm. literally just step up to your wingers. Yeah. My my issue with how we're playing at the minute is we've got plan A, where's plan B? Yeah. That's my issue. Like once plan A stops working we we like lose what we're gonna yeah. do. Like we're like right, we're just gonna go back to Aldakil and then like, okay, we'll play it around a little bit and then we'll wait for them to step up so high and then we'll play it long. But because we've stepped up so high, everybody's dropped. Mm. So now you just lump it ball up to a centre yeah. half and they just recycle the ball and, it, and I never feel like we're what on the ball like our best performance was like like I said that first half against United mm. it wasn't just down the wings it was through the middle yeah. and Ramsey was getting the ball on the half turn turning yeah. playing it wide getting yeah. it through the middle slipping it through I feel yeah. like that's how we should play yeah. and what we're doing at the minute is like Coleosho get it run yeah. okay that stopped working now Dan Burns a very good defender he stopped you getting past yeah. now what like but, that's how I feel at for the me that against certain teams like like Newcastle yesterday you can't do that because no. they're wily they know what they're doing they like he, he's they remind me of Atletico Madrid like they really do they have that like they're not they've not got a team they've got obviously very technically good players but they have a good team of absolute like just machines that just want to run, they want to tackle, they want to grab hold of a shirt, they want to pull, you know, they want to pull arms, mm. pull, you know, they want to... They've got a perfect squad yeah, they, now, I think. They've it, got a good balance between grit and play, and, and we tried to do it. We, you know, we went long and then we went back to trying to pass the ball and then we tried to play through the middle. And Cullen mm. and Burge, and Brown, Brownell was the biggest shock for me. Like, everything he took, he just gave it away. Like, it, yeah. it, but... I'm more I'm more blaming Newcastle for that than us because they just were on yeah, a straight they, they were just ratting us. Man, they pressed us man for man yesterday. Anytime we got the ball, bang, they meant man to man, and it just absolutely crucified us. We couldn't. Mm-hmm. If Cullen went into a bit of space, a player just followed him. 
you know, then the space that was then yeah. left empty was just then occupied by one of our lads, but also was man Mark. So we were then mm. having to play a lot, and it was just like ultimately two nil. Probably, it probably was the first. Well, it was the first goal, and they scored two goals. Yeah, it is. They, but, they deserve to win the game. Yeah, I think they, I think Eddie, I genuinely just every because company was trying to change it. You could visibly see the changes that he was making and the alterations and the you know pushing Ramsey on a bit more, letting Ramsey drift in, pull it touchline on Coleosho, then he pulled Coleosho into a bit more central and tried that. Eddie, I'll just beat it every time. Like Eddie, mm. Eddie Howe, like I'm not, I've never was his biggest fan, but I, I sort of respect a bit, bit more now because he, he was just very, very good tactically, and he nailed every decision he made. Um, and that's my sort of overarching thing is I'm, I'm more gonna just blame Newcastle why we lost more than us yeah. because we play like, and, and I've said this a lot, but we play like that against mm. on Tuesday. We'll pump Luton, we'll pump them. It's about, a, it's yeah. about a quality of player at that point. You can have all the best tacticians mm. in the world. If you've not got the players to execute your tactics, it won't work. And I don't, mm. I don't think Luton. I really don't think Luton have the quality that we do. And the, 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 the I, I, yeah. I do hope you're right, mate. I really do, because like, like I say, like I'm, I, I've said it to you before, like, mm. and everybody that everybody that watches knows, like, just because of the way that I'm talking now, like, just go back and listen to how I spoke last season. Yeah. Like, I still back every single player that's on the pitch. Yeah. I still back, the, I still back the manager, and I still back. Everything that everything that we're trying to do, it's just at the same time, like you can still back all that and still not like losing, yeah. still not like the fact that we're losing and not performing yeah. fantastic in games. I do think against Luton that is our biggest test yeah. now. If we go to Luton and we play anywhere near, mm. and, and this is just my opinion, and, and I'm not saying that we won't win the game, mm. but if we play anywhere near like how we've played in some of those first six games, th- th- I can't see us winning. And yeah. it's just my own. It's just my own mindset from how I've seen us play they in my opinion haven't shown enough for me to sit there and think when we come into that winnable game mm. we are going to pump somebody and that, that's just my opinion because I know you yeah. think differently I know Joe thinks differently and I know that you guys think eventually a 4-0 pumping over there mm. I think we will have to have a, a couple of grit and grind games mm. first before because yeah. we need some confidence now like our confidence doesn't come from the Carabao Cup games no, like being no. sold 4-0 like yeah fair enough it's a good result yeah. and we all are happy with it but that doesn't sit with the club. And go, right, we're going to go into Premier League next weekend. We've got Chelsea weekend after. We're going yeah. to pump them. Like we, it it doesn't it doesn't do that. We need to get some points on the ball yeah. with a good performance and and really take it to some team. And then we can all sit back and then we'll be like, it works. All of this works. The yeah. players will do the same. They'll be like, right, this is it. This is what you're saying. So now it is a fact of we're playing better teams. Yeah. And it's not just us. Because yeah. right now that's that's where it's hard to differentiate at the moment because yes, we've played good teams, but United are in terrible form. Yeah. If we play like that against Chelsea, like we should batter Chelsea mm. because Chelsea are also in disarray. Mm. They're rubbish. They haven't got anything. Like they, they don't they're not scoring goals. They're they're defensively lacked. And if we can, if we go to them yeah. and do the same and give Chelsea one of their first wins in a couple of weeks. That's also another situation yeah. where, you know, in my opinion, the United game and the Chelsea game, they're similar to Luton games in a way because it's not all about the amount you've paid for players. Chelsea aren't playing very well. United weren't playing very well. Yeah. So they are winnable games in that current moment. So I, I, I'd i like, I agree with you. I'd like to see us yeah. have a really good performance and I do yeah. see it coming, but, yeah. I'm just being a realist in this current moment. That's like, fine. I yeah, it, it is. Wowed. It is coming. Yeah. It's definitely coming. And I'm just. I just keep remembering we've rebuilt our squad again. Yeah. And it, it takes. Entirely. It takes time. Like, you can't. You know, you can't rebuild your squad and 
and then go and play like probably probably five out of the top seven. It's a tough run of fixtures. It's a stinking run of fixtures. You know, it's going to take time. You're asking these lads not only to play against these players, but to play in these arenas and venues. Like, I mean, granted, few of them, more of them been at home, but that was one of the that nice segue into the next bit. Even though I've just butchered the segue, but do you think there's an issue with playing at home and playing away because there were two better performances? I think Newcastle. I still think Newcastle was a good performance on the whole. Mm. Our two best performances have come away from home. Is playing at Turf Moor a problem or is it too early to say at the minute? Are we not making it are we not making it hard enough? Like I'm personally finding the atmosphere quite flat at the turf. Personally. Not I'm not calling out I'm not doing this to call out anybody. I'm just finding it a little mm-hmm. flat to be honest. You go to other stadiums, it's a bit more noisier, but not that's not the fans' fault with losing at home. It's really not not saying that. I think, but. <laughs> I think it's like a product of like of because because I, I, I said it last week as well. Like we went through this fairy tale season yeah, last yeah. season, and like I say, this, this is this is this is just how my mindset goes on it. So we went through this fairy tale season, but last season wasn't meant to happen. No, like in most in mo- in my eyes, in your eyes, in Joe's yeah. eyes, in everybody's eyes, Neil's eyes, we've all said last season we probably shouldn't have got promoted. Yeah. Like, or, like, We should have got promoted on merit from how well we did. Yeah. But at the start of the season, you'd have taken mid-table, you'd have taken the playoffs, absolutely. We never thought that we'd go on and get over 100 points and win the league in, in you know, March. Yeah. Like, it, I think what we've done is then we've come up with this expectation of like, well, it worked so well last year. Yeah. Like, it's got to work somewhat this year. But I think there's a level of naivety in that like where we genuinely have downplayed how good some Premier League yeah, teams yeah. are. Like some Premier League teams are, you know, very clinical. Yeah. Um, some Premier League teams have, have reinvested very well. I thought Aston Villa would be okay. Yeah. Bringing in Diaby's proven that the fantastic yeah. Ollie Watkins is it form again. Like th- these teams are, 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 are difficult to play against. And I do massively appreciate that. Yeah. But, I, I just want to differentiate the side of it where it's them yeah. and the side of it where we're the architects of it. Because mm. I do think in some games this season, we've been the architects of our own downfall. Yeah. Um, but like you say, by giving the ball away in, in silly positions, and like I say, those teams will be clinical. But I, I agree with you. I do think it'll come. Yeah. And I do think we will have better performances yeah. across the season. And I do think after 15 games, we'll be looking at it very differently. Yeah. But... On what we've seen so far, mm. I'm very much like it could go either way. Mm. We could be 15 games in and it could look great, yeah. or it, we could be 15 games in and sitting there saying, "Right, we really, really are in a dogfight." Yeah, yeah, it's a it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? We're we just got to. I think we're just gonna have to just grin and bear it. I think for the next couple of games and just like I say, I, I do think we'll get the win on Tuesday. I really do. Um, I've got a good. I've got. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. 
Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You know, I've got high hopes for that. I think, I know they've had a good result at Everton, but it's a tough one to judge that one because Everton are pants, mm-hmm. aren't they? And Dash is just doing his Dash thing. He'll do five turgid results and he'll pull out a good win out of the app. And then he'll yeah, do five more turgid results. You know, he, he just yeah. firefights, doesn't he, with his wins. So for me, mm-hmm. that's an, an anomaly, that result. So, um, yeah, they're just going to have to just grin and bear it, I think. And like, I, I don't tend to look at the table until sort of December anyway. You know, it's, yeah. it's when, once you get to December, you're sort of figuring out whereabouts you're probably going to be roughly. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too bothered just yet. Like two, you know, a win and a draw puts us a couple of places up straight away now. You know, the good thing is the teams around us are pretty much consistently getting the same results as us. You know what I mean? We're mm. not losing and everybody else is winning or picking up points, really. It's like, you know, Luton are either getting a drawing or losing, apart from yesterday. But Shef- if we're losing, Sheffield United are losing. If we're losing, Bournemouth are losing. You know, like, mm. it, it's all... Uh, it's all it's just ticking along. It's going to get there. I think that we're going to see a bit of a... Uh, I, I think we'll see sort of positive change. I, th- I think he will. He's no idiot. His company. He's not going to sit there and just keep playing and just keep thinking that all oh, this is okay and it'll just work itself out. He's obviously doing mm. stuff in the background. And yeah. um, I, I want to sort of broach the Trafford Murich debate again. What are your thoughts first? Like, what what are you thinking? Because yeah. Um. So. I think the the logic in me is like Trafford was bought or would have been bought by any team for the future. Mm. Like you wouldn't have seen Trafford for I think probably seventy five percent of the Premier League yeah. being signed and starting. Yeah, maybe teams like Luton, Everton. I mean, maybe not Everton because they've got uh, you know they've got Pickford, but. You know, like those types of teams, like you could maybe say Trafford could start similar with us. Yeah. Like I think when he did sign, I was like, okay, like he's had a good, he's had a good go of things. He probably, he probably could have a start, and we'll see where we are. But I also said, and if you go back to the mm. first episode where that happened, I did say Murich hasn't done anything at all to get taken out of that no. team. If anything, Murich on merit deserves that number one spot. Yeah, and I think more and more consistently I'm seeing that yeah because Trafford's distribution is an issue in my opinion yeah. he puts players under pressure yeah. and that's a big thing for how we're playing yeah. if we're playing out from the back you want to be relieving pressure so you want a keeper that's comfortable with going long yeah. and going short and doing it in the right places Murich ironed all that out last season because yeah. we had the Blackpool game where he played it into Cullen and we lost the ball. We had the the game against Wigan where he dived out yeah. and and you know uh, 
gave away a penalty. Mm. We've had games where he's played it long yeah. and it's not worked keep, out. Keepers make mistakes. It's it's fine. Yeah, they do, <laughs> and they're outlined yeah. a lot more yeah. because you're a keeper. But with him, his distribution across the season got better and better and better, mm. and his performances in goal got better yeah. and better and better to the point where I genuinely think we had a very, very, very well-rounded goalkeeper, yeah. brilliant shot stopper. You know. Um, could save shots from outside the box from close range. His reflexes were good. But the best thing about Murich was his distribution. His mm-hmm. long balls over the top. Yeah. His, his balls out wide to Connor Roberts were always on the money. I, I'm just finding a little bit with Trafford. He's giving the ball a lot more to Aldakil and Bayer. Mm. But he's doing it when a striker's like that far away. Yeah, yeah. And that means Aldakil's got to like very quick like turn play. Yeah. And then he puts Roberts under pressure and then we're just not out in the motion yeah. very quickly. So I, I, I would personally say, yeah. if I had, if I had the choice, I'd say yeah. put Murich back I, in. I, and just try. I think I was, I went, I was driving back from the game. I, I think I've cracked it with Trafford. I think I've figured it out. Um, I probably, you know, people who watch this and probably think I'm a bit prat, but what I think with Trafford is, I think he's too confident, like mm. too confident. There's a, there's a balance to be had of, you know, like, overconfidence and nervousness on the ball. Like, you've got to strike mm-hmm. a fine balance. You've got to have the confidence to back your ability, but also have, not nervousness, awareness to know when to dis- to, to distribute the ball. You've got to pick your timings mm-hmm. a lot better. You've got to understand your players in front of you, how they can then receive the ball, what their confidence is, how can they turn. For me, I'm watching him now. I said, I said after the Tottenham game, I said, I've given him two more games before I'm reserving judgment. I think six, five games is a fair litmus test for... You can see different types of games, different things. For me now, I've seen enough to see that he's too confident. He mm. thinks that he's a ball. He thinks he's a ball playing midfielder that he can just spray balls about when he wants. He can wait to the very mm. last minute to distribute it. But all he's doing is allowing player defenders to get closer to him to then just chase the ball earlier to the next player. And mm-hmm. then he's, because he's leaving it so late, he's having to put too much on the ball, which is then making it harder for the players to control it and receiving it, causing the problem. Like. This isn't me saying Trafford is the fault we're losing all the games because I don't think he is. I think a lot of our goals just come from us pissing about with it too much sometimes and whatever. Mm-hmm. He's not done. He's not conceded many goals that I've gone. He should have saved that. There's probably I think there's only maybe one against Tottenham that I can think of yeah. where I've gone. He should be doing better there. More often than not, he's making the saves he needs to, and he's just not. You know, he's not. But I think that's where we're at with Trafford. I think he's then gone. I might, looking back at some of his performances in Bolton, he's very similar. Then he's very overconfident. You hear people mm-hmm. talking about him. He's very confident. He's a very strong-headed young man, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But I think he needs reining in a bit. I think he needs to be reined mm-hmm. in and he needs to be sat on the bench. He needs to watch. He needs to learn. He needs to watch Premier League football because he spent the last few years watching League One football. Very different. Mm-hmm. Very, very different. In term, and not playing under 21s yeah. international as well yeah. is different yeah. as well. Still, don't get me wrong, high caliber, and he's earned his place in yeah. under 21. But it's very different, and I think for Murich to be sat there after him, pretty much, not I won't say dragging us, but being a pretty much integral part of the system, the, the performances, and for him to be sat on the bench watching, I think it's really unfair. Now, I think it's beyond the mm-hmm. job because it's clear as day that majority of the breakdowns in possession are because of Trafford. And I noticed it more than ever against Newcastle because his distribution was shocking. He like mm. he couldn't hit an accurate ball further than about thirty yards. Like genuinely couldn't hit an accurate pass yeah. thirty more than thirty yards. His short touch passing's fine. He just leaves it too late. And his long stuff were just 
it was just a generic long ball. There was no intent with it, and that doesn't suit our style of play. We don't just pump no, balls hopelessly. I think, we... <laughs> I think I think with Murich, what he gives you is he gives you he gives you. So when we signed him, I thought here's an inconsistent goalkeeper yeah, that we've yeah. got because he has been in the past. He has yeah. been an inconsistent goalkeeper. I remember him when he played for Forest in yeah. like 2017, 18, and he just. He just he, he had he had no consistency whatsoever. He came to us and ironed everything out yeah. in the first two months, and then after that you could name one yeah. mistake for the rest of the season. Literally one, yeah. one that one that we got punished on because I do think one of the things that we had going for us last season was the style of play was fine. Mm. I don't sorry, the style of play was great, yeah. but when it did break down, we weren't. Like we weren't killed off no. like like we have been this season. Um, my biggest thing with Murich is is the distribution. But one of the things that I was going to say was how much if even if we got Murich back, would we miss somebody like an Nathan Teller? And yeah. I don't like to do that because we don't we don't have him. He has no. signed for another team. But I think we are missing. Um, we've got Coley Osho. Yeah, brilliant player. Like fantastic. But. How much are we missing somebody like a teller who can just mm. go along? And his runs were incredible. Like his yeah. runs were brilliant. And yeah. you could go along and he was the player that would be the architect of us chasing it down. He would be the guy that would run from one byline to the other yeah. byline, sprinting at full pace. And everybody else, as he's doing that, would just shift and get into position on their yeah. man. I find now that we our press isn't as good. Mm. And from that distribution over the top, I do think that. I do think that we are yeah. missing that, and Trafford yeah. doesn't give us that. No. So even if even if Coleosho can do that teller role, I don't yeah. think Trafford can do can play yeah. those types of balls. Yeah. I think we should have a look at seeing how Murich does in this line. I, I, I can't really agree. I, I, I'm. It's the only thing that company's getting wrong for me now. Like genuinely, like I, I'm not going to argue with anything he's doing because it, again, he's still forming it, he's molding it. It's fine. Company knows what he's doing, but this is the only thing he's getting wrong consistently now, mm. and it needs addressing. Like you, I don't understand why. Even if, if, why would you put a player that understands the system so well and as I end out all his issues in favour from a player that the first game of the season you can write that one off because you go we've signed him, put him in. We can't. We we all we get. We can't judge him after. You know, we can't judge him before he's even kicked a ball for us. That's fair enough. Yeah, you're playing champions of England first yeah. game. Yeah, the second yeah. game, you probably go, right, let's have another look at you. And then you start to think, right, okay, there's a few fundamental issues there. He's dilly, he's you know, he's dilly-dallying on the ball. He's putting our own defenders under more pressure with the ball. Like, let's give him one more game. Let's see if he's rectified it. He hasn't done. And then I've still, I've still been patient with him at this point. But now, yesterday, for me, was the sort of final game. And we need to... Yeah. We need to pull... And it's not a bad thing, like... Taking a step back and observing and watching is how you learn, isn't it? That's it. You sort, you know, you take one step back to take ten forward. Like he's five years younger than Murich. Like there's going to be a gap in maturity, like ability to take things on board and learn and do it quicker and improve. And yeah, of course, of course, everybody wants to play as well. But sometimes course, you yeah. have to look at your own development. Yeah. Like your yeah. own development. Like if you go back and look at look at your career like Murich has done that yeah yeah Murich has been to Forest mm. been uh, been to the Netherlands you know he's he's had his lone moves but he's also trained 
with one of the best youth academies in world mm. football now, with some of the best facilities and worked under some of the best goalkeepers. And Trafford has done that, but yeah. then Trafford went to Bolton. Yeah. And League One football, with the greatest of respect, it's not where we're at. And it's not where we were even at last season. Like, so that's no disrespect to League One football, but we're we're playing a, a cut above yeah. right now, and he hasn't been around that for very long. Yeah. Whereas Murich has done it all before, and then had his yeah. championship season, and took it with both hands, and then did nothing to get dropped. And yeah. my biggest thing with it now is like do you have to swallow your pride a little bit and not look yeah. at the figure that you paid for a player and just say, Murray yeah. needs to go back in because it worked and Trafford needs to learn. There's yeah. nothing wrong the, with the amount, that. Yeah. The amount we've paid is, I think, a complete irrelevance because he's 19. He's got time. Like, if it absolutely tanks and he falls off a cliff in form, like, big time over this season, we can put him on loan next season. You know what I mean? We've mm-hmm. got time to go and nurture him, and that we will get that money back we've paid for Trafford. I have no doubt in my mind whatsoever. It's just right now, we already had an established number one that was, you know, he's obviously not like, it's not a fan's favourite in terms of he's a character, but he's an established yeah. member of that dressing room. He's earned his right to play in the Premier League, like he's dragged he's dragged mm-hmm. us up, you know, he's dragged the club up with it, you know, like he's earned his right to be the, our number one in the Premier League and I think now it's massively unfair you know, like Murich, yeah. Murich was doing the exact same things that Trafford is doing now, so why are we mm-hmm. why are we putting up with it in the Premier League no, and I understand Trafford has to learn, but I don't want it to him to be learning at the expense of our performances at the minute. No, let him learn in the character. I think, I think that's what yeah. that's what I meant by the figure. Yeah. That's what I meant by the fee was like sixteen million pound mm. is a big chunk of our budget, is, yeah. and effectively to have paid that for what we're now saying yeah. is a number two goalkeeper. Yeah. That's not where we've been at before. No. So I think that's what I mean by the yeah, fee. Yeah. Like if we starts. And you're saying nearly 20 million quid for an England under 21 goalkeeper, like, and he starts every game and he plays really well. And you're sitting there saying, yeah, fine, that's all well and good. But 16 million pounds for a backup goalkeeper who, if Murich does come back in and play number one, you're basically saying that that 16 million quid that could have been spent on somebody who actually affects the team right now. We're paying that for somebody who you you don't substitute goalkeepers either, so no. you can't bring them on for half a game. Unless you're Arteta, like, you do it. You would <laughs> it would literally be you saying, "Cheers, James! Like, yeah. come on in, your second choice goalkeeper. We'll pay twenty million pounds, which is a big chunk yeah, of his yeah. budget, and you don't touch the pitch all, all season." Yeah. Like, that's effectively what I'm saying. Like, so I can understand from the club's perspective why they may be looking at it and saying, mm. "We have paid a lot of money for this guy." Like. There is a part of me that thinks we have to play him yeah. a little bit, like, because now you've you got know, an issue with if we yeah. do go down with Trafford in goal, like he's then not probably going to want to come back down to the championship with us. I don't think no. like he's had a sniff of Premier League football. He his own confidence and personality would say, "I'm a Premier League goalkeeper. I ain't going down." You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you can, and then you're going to end up with no keepers because Pierich is like, "I'm going to come down with you. you Fob me off last year for nothing." Yeah, so, exactly. So exactly. Anyway, but to bring it to bring it back to Newcastle, the Newcastle game, that mm. the changes we need to do was to go along because Dan Byrne was either misjudging it a couple of times and Coleosha was getting in behind or Sanderberg was mopping up really well. And if we could have done that a little bit further up the pitch 
the mistakes mm-hmm. wouldn't have been as much of a problem. If we lose the ball in their third, final third, yeah. it's not yeah, as yeah. much of a problem as it is losing it in the middle third or our third. So yeah. that's where Murich that, for me is... That's Forest. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how I thought we did well against Forest. Mm. Like we played where we needed to play. We played mm. at the edge of their of, of their box constantly. And I think that that yeah. spot on, mate, absolutely spot on. Mm. Losing the ball yeah. there, I'm not asked. No. Lose the ball at the edge of your own box, yeah. inviting pressure constantly. That that is not on. Like and but no. we we're naive to doing that because we do it like 10, 15 times a game and we don't seem yeah. to learn in the moment. Like we just keep no. doing it, keep over and over and over again. Like eight of their shots yesterday all mm. came from us playing the ball out, losing it, and then it's three passes in the through. Yeah. Like sorry to cut you off, but yeah, you're absolutely spot on with that. <laughs> no, it's perfect. Fine. No, I agree. It's it's yeah, I think that's that's just where where that game was at yesterday and and like I say, the whole Trafford Mewish thing, that isn't a, that's why we, I'm, we're not losing because of Trafford. That's not what mm. I'm saying. I know people probably take bits about what you say online, don't you? But I'm not saying we're losing because yeah. of Trafford. I'm just saying there's little tweaks, I think. If company puts Mewish in and it goes tits up, I'll hold my hands up and go, yeah, actually, I can see why he's off bench. But every, the two times he's played, granted, they've been low. Well, Forrest was a lower opposition, but and the Salford game, he could have had a, a nice book and a cup of tea at Valor Post. Mm-hmm. For ninety minutes, you know, at the Salford game, but he's doing nothing wrong when he's coming on. He's actually influencing the game when he needs to. He just mm-hmm. spread the ball about for fun at the Salford game. We were coming out doing diving headers nearly on halfway line. Like it, it was fine. He looked comfortable. He looked calm. So, yeah, I think Murich does need to come in for the next. But again, is he going to change it for Luton? No, he's not. I've just accepted that we're not going to see Murich, mm-hmm. but we have to. We have to start seeing Murich at some point. I think before. Mm-hmm. It, it gets a bit silly, so well, well, we'll start to sort of wrap it up at next sort of five ten minutes or so. But um, I want to mention about Order Bear. I think he, I'll, I'll, I'll chuck my two pence in first. I thought he looked really good. To be honest, I thought mm-hmm. that was a that was a strong performance on Saturday, uh, yesterday, playing down there, sort of main the main stand in front of the technical area. You know, like it was his first taste of Premier League football. He looked like he couldn't give a shit. He looked like he were. Mm-hmm. It was like, I'm just playing. I'm just going to play football. I'm going to run up players. I'm going to have a go. And I thought it was a serious bright spark. If we can get, if we can work a way to get Odebert and Corleosho into the team, we've got two amazing outlets down the sides there. Um, but yeah, I thought Odebert was really good. What, what do you think, how he played? He's just he's, he's just a young player playing with, with freedom mm. because that is effectively what a lot of our new signings have have mm. going for them like Coleosho, like what have you got to lose? You've been signed for you know uh, as a on an under twenty ones like kind of contract because yeah. that's well then they could they're eligible to play for the first team. But you know you've kind of been signed as not one of these players where everyone's like oh, Odebear Coleosho, like they're the big players. You, when you think of them, you think of like Trafford, like mm. um, like Chesor stuff like that. Like these players have come in and kind of just been like. Okay, you you, you you know, you might play this season, um, but when you get your opportunity, take it. And both of them are yeah. taking their opportunities. They are bright sparks, they are that they are learning and you can see that like they're very good runners, but sometimes their their um you know final decisions not always there, but that will come. Yeah. I think that kind of then Again, and I, I know it's a, a shock of this episode, but that kind of takes me on to the other side of it, which is the pessimistic view, which is, you know, 
do we have do we have that time in the Premier League to to be molding yeah. players? In my opinion, no. Like yeah. you know, these are good players and they are bright sparks, and I do I do completely agree. And I'm not just I'm not just saying no completely. It doesn't work because yeah. these players have been fantastic for us, but in this current moment, we don't have. We don't. We won't have the time throughout this season to be, to be moulding players into what they eventually can be. That's yeah. what you do in the season below. That's what your academy's for. Like, yeah, yeah. right now we need the ready-made players. And yes, they had a good performance. And yes, I think they will be good players. And and Odebear mm. has shown, even in that Salford game, like he showed yeah. fantastic know-how. Um, really mm. good time in his runs, good on the ball. Coleo shows the same, fantastic, really, really good at beating a man. Um, mm. But it, eventually that end product does need to come. Like, if Coleo can beat his man, get into the box and put the ball bottom corner, unbelievable. We've got a £40 million player right there and he's, a, and he's yeah. fully, fully affecting the game as well. Like, yeah. I totally agree with you as well. Them two not having a focal point to get the ball to is also criminal because their creativity down those wings is fantastic and squaring the ball yeah, yeah. to no one is disappointing yeah. because I'm saying all this, if Foster is in there, I yeah. think that that side of me completely goes. You're not saying yeah. the moulding because yeah. they've got someone to play the ball to. It's a bit of a catch-22 really, yeah. isn't it? Well, it's easy to sit here and say what about Rick comments and all that stuff, but like, I think we win that. I genuinely think, maybe not win the game, but I think we go into half-time with a lead if we have Foster on the pitch. Yeah. Because we were getting in such good positions, the ball were being played. There were lots of times where we got into the box and got into good positions, but there was no one there. Like, Amdouni was mm. like not getting in as quick as he should be doing, but he couldn't do because he was sort of setting up the wing play. So it, by the time Cole Osho has gone, not, I'm doing he can't catch up or Ramsey wasn't getting, he was staying too wide instead of coming into the middle. And mm-hmm. like I think with Foster back on, on, on Tuesday, that gives us a massive, I think a massive advantage to actually put these chances away that we're creating because we're creating the chances. We're creating the decent ones, but yeah, just yeah, we just missed Lyle yeah. Foster. Should have titled it. We yeah. just missed Lyle Foster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just put it as that. Yeah, it's missed Lyle Foster. Um, right, we'll wrap it up with man of the match, man of the match shout. So while we're chatting away and whatever, get your comments in and who you think your man of the match is. It's a, it's a tough one, I think. Um, I've not really given too much thought about it to be honest. I don't know if you have, but no, I'm actually, I'm actually it, a little bit stuck, it, and I know yeah. it sounds really bad, yeah. but I am just a little I'm, bit stuck. I'm, I'm I am tempted. I'm tempted to give it Sanderberg. I know he started blowing his arse at Ooh, yeah. 70 minutes, like yeah. he normally does, but I really, really thought he looked good. Like, he looked really good mm. against uh, against Newcastle yesterday. His awareness to get into position for the second balls um, and everything were, were superb, um, and he thought he did a good job. So I think just by... No one had a standout game, to be honest. Yeah. Everyone, had, everyone had moments, but I'll, I'll probably give it to Burge on... Just default, I think. Just Burge on proxy, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I'd do the same. I, I, I think I'm probably basing mine more on the fact that he is just getting better. Yeah. Like, and I, and I'm seeing that more in games. Like the first two games, I agree. Yeah, like, I didn't think he looked fantastic, but I also think he was being played in a role that he's never actually played, yeah. but looks like he should be able to play. Um, but I do think as this atta- this number ten, you know, like big brute type 
give me the ball, I'll hold it up yeah. type player. And like you say, mopping up the other day was fantastic. Like every time the ball went forward, he was always there to get the second ball. So yeah, hundred percent Sander Berge. And I, I I would like to see what he can bring further on down the line, yeah. especially in games against Lutons and Everton's. Because I think he could be integral to those games. Yeah, like like, like company mentions on the documentary, he, he, we're approaching that magic number now of time spent on the pitch mm-hmm. and game time. We're about, I think, we're about three weeks away of where he says that he starts to click. So, mm-hmm. you know, maybe these players will just it, it'll just shift one game and they'll just turn up and just look completely different and feel completely different. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll come. It'll come. It will come. Yeah. After everything that I've said negative <laughs> in this thing and over the last couple of weeks, yeah. like I still believe it will come, and I still think that there are good, there are good elements of the performance. It's just I, I my yeah. side just goes a little bit more. Yeah. I, I get a little bit more tinted to the negative, yeah. and I know I do that, but That's but it will come, yeah. and I do think that I do think that we've got some fantastic players and a brilliant manager yeah. and a good philosophy and it will come. We are six games in and at the same time, like I am melting down slightly, but at the same time we have 32 more games. Like yeah. we will get, we will get wins. Yeah, we will yeah. have better performances That's and good. it will come. So I am still optimistic as well as pessimistic. <laughs> yeah. Well, on that heartwarming note, let's wrap it up there. If you've, if you've joined late to the stream, um, I do apologize. Uh, well, I, I'm not apologizing. You were late. I were on time ish, <laughs> <laughs> but if, yeah, if you want to go back and, uh, and watch us all again, chatting away about the game, this will be uploaded straight on YouTube and it'll be on all year places where you get podcasts. So, uh, yeah, I've been Nathan chatting away. We've had Sam tell everyone where they can find you again. I'm sure they know by now. It's a Clarence Roundup page on Twitter. Yep. Come over for a chat. Love it. More, more of a happy chat at the moment, though. We're trying to be happy. Love it. Right. <laughs> Cheers for watching. Like I said, don't forget to get us followed and liked and share this video. Get us everywhere you need to. Share, share the Turfcast love with everybody. So appreciate it for watching. See you later and goodbye. Goodbye. Cheers for listening to another episode of the Turfcast podcast, your number one Burnley FC fan channel. If you could uh, leave us a nice review on where you get your podcast from, it'll really help us out. And if you can uh, like and subscribe us on YouTube, uh, we'd greatly appreciate it. And uh, check us out on our socials and we'll see you on the next one. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.